You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephata, which that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. This is one of the few passages in the Gospel that has an original language word that is kept, like we have Talita Kumi for the daughter of Jairus, and we have the word Abba in Gethsemane. These are words that do not exist in our languages in the Western world and probably in the other around the world. They're, they're taken directly from the words Jesus spoke. And you could ask, why? Why is that? And I, I think that there may be a very human explanation. The Gospels, first of all, were not written down. They were oral. They were spoken. And eventually they became written down. And you could imagine some friend of this guy, or the guy himself, telling people afterwards what happened. And you guys come from Austria, and you meet him, and you said, I heard that you're the guy that was deaf and dumb. Tell us what happened. So he started telling you what happened. And then when he gets to that word, he says it with such emotion. And Jesus said, he said, because this word communicates the creative, redeeming power that restores his faculties of hearing and speaking. And when he says this, he says it with such emotion that it is burned into the acoustic memory of those who continue sharing the story. And so it becomes very well known in that way and it's incorporated into the gospel with that detail, with that nuance, that it carries that word with it because that word was so special, be opened. And if we do another way then, <coughs> from now when we go back, we could allow this word to carry us in to that moment, like when the woman touched 
the robe of Jesus like the Daniel Cariola presented in the painting in the Encounter Chapel. We have that light coming out and he's just a finger is touching. And that helps us to go into the moment of the miracle. And here, the way this narrative is retaining that word from the beginning of the story helps us to go to that beginning, to go to that moment when this person begs Jesus to heal him. The people beg Jesus to heal him. And then there are many more details how Jesus takes him aside and how he puts his finger in his ear. All these practical details. I actually knew a family. They were neighbors of our cousins. And one of the children had a major speech impediment and was also related to deafness because these two things go together. When you're learning a new language, it's very important to be listening. If you couldn't listen, how could you pronounce it? So it's these two faculties go very much together, hearing and speaking. And then we see the story of the, the book of Kings. Jeroboam is not a son of Solomon. He is a servant, an, of, an official. And normally it would be the son who would inherit the kingdom. But because of Solomon's not listening to God, this leads to the breakdown of the kingdom. But listening isn't just listening physically, it's listening with the heart. And we have that in the psalm as well. If only my people would hear me and walk in my ways. So hearing me when I was your age or a little bit younger, my dad would say, don't you hear me? <laughs> Basically, I wasn't ready to do what he wanted me to do. And actually in German, it's easier because hören, hörst du mich? Gehorsam, obedience is actually even the word in Latin, audire, is to hear. And so the root of the core of obedience is a personal submission to God's will. And it means that we're listening. The faith comes through the ear, and the faith is an act of submission, an act of acceptance, an act of docility before God. So these are all very connected topics, and we see how Solomon led a very autonomous path, not listening, not following, not doing what God had asked. And this is very grievous because when a major leader is not listening to God, there are many negative effects for all the people this leader influences. And this is very sad. And so we need to pray for all the leaders we have in our countries, our politicians. They have great responsibility for the leaders in the church, for all the bishops, the priests, for the Holy Father. We do this always at Mass. It's a great need to pray for parents. Imagine the leadership parents have in raising children. To pray for the parents to have the strength to listen to God, not just to give orders to the children, to listen what God is saying to them, to discern and know the right way to treat their children. Working in a company, assigning tasks to people, to listen, what does God want for these people? Is this too much? Is this enough? So really, our whole life is a school of listening.
And what this illness meant from a physical point of view becomes a metaphor for the spiritual life. If we are able to listen to God, we will learn his language and we will be able to speak his ways to other people in all our words. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.